for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to a somewhat belated episode mm. of That's a Shame, the 116th formal episode, formalised yeah. episode. Probably about the 115th late one. Yes, Fair and also say. at least maybe the 16th good one. Oh, here's <laughs> hoping, fingers crossed. Of That's a Shame. I'm Declan, opposite me, here back in the orthodox recording the space. O to the R to the S. Is Isaac. Isaac, you can call me Isaac. That's fine. I did. Yeah, no, you can then. And I will I'm continue permission to do, do so. so. And you're doing that 116 in. You've been, I just, I, you've just been piloting a new scheme. It's or? been uncomfortable. It's been the elephant in the room. And now that people know that my permission has been extended to you and to them, I'm sure they're going to feel better about it. I want to open the episode with freaks. Oh. People who are freaks, people who are nonsense, people who are mad. Right. People who think things that are patently untrue. Okay. Um, I know them. Because we've had a lot of them in the pharmacy. Mm. I've had a lot of them in my real life. Do you consider the pharmacy not part of your real life? That's uh, I don't believe in capitalism and therefore right. it cannot so because it's my some job. kind of psychological compartmentalization. You know how when you do that thing where you just start time all over again? Oh yeah, and or, it's or a, have a different face. Yeah. yeah, or when you put on a different face and it's just a different you. Yeah. And it's a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. But it's, it's really like good that you're taking my advice Pharmacy is just like a story that I tell myself to make myself sad. Wow. Because I am, because the other story I tell myself is that I'm too happy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You want to find a balance between those. Otherwise you can come up all kinds exactly. of Exactly. You don't want to be too happy. So you need, Laborious. you need the pharmacy to tell you it's not. We did have a pseudo jingle, but I don't think it was very formalized for pharmacy freaks. Pharmacy freaks. There's a pharmacy freak and he's coming inside. What's he got there? What's he got to hide? It's probably a lot of freaky stuff. You better go fast and you better better go rough as you run away from the pharmacy freak i can't stop i'm okay, still worried about you saying the pharmacy freaks are coming inside <laughs> impregnated by some pharmacy freaks pharmacy freaks <clears throat> now i sort of want to change the word freaks or i at least wish for uh i don't know some kind of mandate that mm. says that freak can be a positive term yeah it can People who are like, oh my God, they're so freaky. In fact, I'm so actually, cool. I'm going to not use the word freak for one of these people because it would be patently offensive. Okay. Um, they're just uh, a pharmacy, pharmacy friend. Ah, uh, PH. Pharmacy pal. <laughs> pharmacy friend. PH rend. Obviously. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, we'll but the first is a pharmacy freak. Pharmacy um, freak number one. What will happen? You'll have to find out. In walks pharmacy freak number one. It's a woman. Okay. She this walks is painting up to the a desk. hell of a picture, let me tell you. She's five foot seven. God. O- over average height. Well over average height for a woman. She's uh, she's blonde. Right. Her hair's very curly. Very, very curly. Very patently curled. Mm, don't know mm. what that means. She's wearing a white puffer jacket. Okay. She's got what a sort of beret she have on. to hide? On top of all the very curled hair. On top of it. Balancing delicately. This is a portrait of madness. She's maybe 40 years old. Okay. We've all been there. Big eyes. Very big. Mad eyes. Eyes of chaos. And she came up to the desk and despite the image that she portrayed, she asked a pretty normal, pretty reasonable question. Do you have anything here to test the pH of water? Okay. And I asked behind the counter. I didn't think that we did, mm. but I asked. 
And it turns out we did not. No, you're not. So I turned around to her and I said, I'm afraid no, Mm. we do not. And she went, oh. That's all she needs. That's a shame, she said. Oh, she listened. Doing a bit of publicity for us. Yeah, the grassroots. Yeah, I'm very sorry. And she went, oh, used to have one. Everyone used to have one when I was out in the US. And I said, yeah, they're a bit more fastidious about that sort of thing. Yeah, that's a different country. Out in the US. And she went, yeah, well, it's it's very important, the pH of water. Mm. And I made the mistake of going, hmm, yeah. <laughs> because what this led to was, and I exaggerate not, a 20-minute mm. speech, wow, diatribe, an orally delivered paper wow. from this woman on the necessities of having a pH above seven. In drinking water. In drinking water. Okay. And that, let me tell you, there are all sorts of benefits to this. Turns out that if you, because, no, because the thing about water is that most of the water that we drink has a pH lower than seven, which means that it's at the very least mildly acidic. And acidic acidic substances are bad for the body. And so what you want to do is that you need to measure the water, make sure that you know what pH is, and then you can decide to put something in it, whether or not to make it alcohol lie or not they get into the cell and they just oh, clean it they just scooping they out. just clean the cell and that's curing everything from cancer to diabetes wow the two big killers these days yeah and that's just water that's nuts isn't it mad that, and that, it's weird that they don't tell us that like the deep th- state it's a wonder anyone has cancer or diabetes mm, given this access yeah. to knowledge given this access to water and Specifically alkaline water. Specifically alkaline water. And she, she carried on for so, she carried on for so long and so almost like completely oblivious to me that I started serving people around her. Like there was a massive queue growing and I was just sort of taking boxes of like detergent and like, and strepsils from people and swiping them through, but just not breaking eye contact with her and taking people's money and dropping it in the till and closing it. And did you have to offer any like, "Mm, Oh yeah, no, I did. I'm really big on the fatic utterance then. And who'd have thought it? Mm-hmm. listening to this diatribe who'd have thought it but the the, the conversation turned mm-hmm. to her psych meds because uh, okay. the thing is I'm, I'm on a lot of prednisone and, and the thing about the prednisone is it just oh, it absolutely messes me up and so then it, it doesn't interact very well with my psych meds and so I'm like oh I really need like the prednisone because of my immune system and so and I, I was just stood in in just awe in amazement, in horror, just staring. And I was like, all I could offer every now and then in an attempt to end the conversation was, you could probably buy something on Amazon to test the pH of water. (laughs) Like if you, if you just go, if you just go home, step one, if you go, if you go, if you leave the, if just stop this, stop now, there's, I don't, uh, there's nothing more I can do. Mm. Out the door, home, clickety click, Amazon, yeah. pH test it'll be Maybe at your door in minutes Amazon, so she's donated to charity as well exactly there you Very go nice. and she just she wouldn't and then as I was telling you a little while ago I think like the other day maybe uh, my boss has this mad kind of way with people that whatever she says she has such a a precise cadence to mm-hmm. the voice that if she hits a full stop in her sentence that is it like everyone in the room knows that's the final thing that will be said yeah. on the matter and the i was like the pharmacist maybe and and this one went 
do you have anything to te- test the P as you the PA? And I went, no, we don't. Probably go home and look on Amazon. And then we went, oh, yeah, all right. Okay, well, and just uh, walked out the shop. Probably It's like home. a sort of... I hate it when I go to the shop and they say, probably go home. Yeah. <laughs> really, really undermines probably my just, confidence. Probably just leave. Probably if Maybe you could just, not be in the shop Probably if, if you could, like, just turn around. You know that body that you pile around? Head. If you could pile it the fuck out. <laughs> out and onto the street and then even further away, back to your horrid abode. We have to say that to a lot of people. Because there are a lot to leave. Of, yeah. We have a lot sniff of, up all the cow a lot of people who just come in. A lot of people who just spend a lot of time in. Have I ever spoken on the show about I should probably give him a different name, but yeah, I'm not I'll think go- of one for you. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna tell you his real name. Yeah. And you have to come up with a name that's as close in tone and feel okay. to this as possible. His real name is Um How about Uncle Stalvos? Uh <laughs> You've captured nothing <laughs> of the original image. <laughs> I know, I wanted to go so far away that it starts to... No, I'm going to call him Alphonsus. No, no, no. His name's Alphonsus. Okay. And Mingus. I, I don't know if that was uh, an interjection. I don't know if that was a stroke. <laughs> a I don't spell. know if that was a suggestion, but it needs to stop. <laughs> Alphonsus comes into the shop yeah. and he's an old, old man. Call him Al. Alf comes into the shop and he comes in all the time. Mm. And the thing is, is that he has his medicine delivered <laughs> to his house. He decides to check on. So whenever he comes in, it's it's superfluous. And he spends, I shit you not, hours in mm. the shop. He just likes to come in. Big shop, is it? No, he likes to just come in and sit down and he'll sit there. And he'll sit for an hour. Wow. He won't uh, like talk to anyone really. Sometimes, just the ambience. and then he'll just he'll be like, he talks like does, this. Does he? Yes. Everything very, very wheezy. God. And every now and then he'll like pop up to the counter and be like, do you have a lemsip? Well, he's fucking getting about <laughs> a thousand of them. Pipe it right down <laughs> his mouth hole. And but often, often he'll just sit for hours on end. And it's very, very tiring to talk to him because because of the way he speaks, a lot of what he says is entirely inaudible. Mm. But he, you get the feeling he knows this, yeah. right? And so he, what he does is he plays it and he'll just say a whole sentence where most of it's inaudible. And then you'll go, sorry? And then he just says like the three key words really loudly. And you have to, and you have to like... No. Work it out. This week he came up to the desk and I I was I was so done. I was like he'd been in the shop for forty minutes already. Yeah. I'd already had to deal with whatever complaint. He needed a pen for God knows what. Probably do. He there. also has the biggest iPhone I've ever seen. Wow. An but he he you know, he needed a pen, he or whatever. Anyway, he came up to the desk and I just turned around. Christian could deal with him. I was facing the other way. I was like, I'm not going to engage. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen. Nice. That's um, what they say, isn't it? The customer's always worth they're it. They're always wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore them at your will. I The last time he'd been in, I'd had to have a, an argument with him, which a is war? a very, very long process about the fact that no... Theresa May's speech at the Conservative Conference was not good. It was actually very bad, almost specifically for you personally. Mm-hmm. He was chatting away to Christian, and it, it, there was there was literally nothing else to do. I, had there been anything, I'd have done it. Yeah. But I was just stood there, 
And so inevitably some of it was filtering through. And he said a sentence that I had no choice but to turn around and ask about. Podcast and I'm afraid <laughs> better than that. And I'm afraid I managed to glean no more information than okay. this, really. But this was the sentence that I heard. He was muttering about some general bullshit. And then he said, Maya, Kara told me, fuck off. <laughs> My Kara told me, to fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> wow. I was like, it, you know, he's a really nice old guy, but... At the same time, I was like, I can wholly yeah. understand that your carer told you probably to fuck off. You probably turned up at their house at like s- on Sunday night and just sat around in the living room for hours oh, on end and refused to go. Fuck off! Oh, Imagine was, shouting at an old man to fuck off. It was off when so funny in his little wheezy voice. My carer told me, fuck off! Uh. <laughs> Good. And nice then he, portrait of aging. He just went and sat down. Once he came into the shop, he was there for maybe 90 minutes, mm-hmm. just sitting. And then another guy came in who is like quite young, but he's a regular and he's very, very irritating. And he, there's always something wrong. Like there's always a problem. Like you give me his medication and, oh, this was missing. They were supposed the to give me this. looking at me funny. You're like, they, they, they were supposed to give me this. And you go, well, they didn't. Yeah, but I need it. And you're like, well, it's not, it's literally nothing to do with us. They send us a bit of paper mm. and we do whatever it says on the bit of paper. Like I take it with them. No, but I can't go them. They don't listen to me. Like, well, you know, we're not too keen ourselves. Uh, anyway, Alf <laughs> was in the shop at the same time as this guy. And he, he like wandered out maybe halfway through this, this random man's diatribe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other guy, let's call him Dean. Can I suggest Dune? You can. Cool. And it's Dean <laughs> headed out of the shop. And about 15 minutes after that, it was my break. So I headed out the shop to go to Sainsbury's next door. Oh, and I looked up for a break. and it was, it was dark outside by now. So it was, this was all beneath kind of very orange streetlight. Mm. Alf and Dean were just sat just sharing kissing. a cigarette. On, oh. on the bench outside Sainsbury's, like just sat having a chat. They were like deep in conversation, probably about mm. how horrible we all are in the yeah. pharmacy. But it just amazed me that these people, they could not have been more disparate. Wouldn't it be good if you were at the, if they got married and you were asked to officiate their wedding? And I'd say, look, I don't like either of these. <laughs> and that's what brought them together. My sheer animosity towards <clears throat> these pharmacy freaks. I think that, um, and third, character in today's little tableau yeah the one whom i shall not call a freak okay uh who i'm going to call our pharmacy friend pharmacy friend um is by far my favorite okay and it's the sort of uh customer that i wish we had all the time she was maybe a 50 something year old woman Mm -hmm. quite short uh, glasses that magnified the eyes, Edna you know, saw. Yeah. And she came up to the counter. I'd never seen it before. And she came up and she spoke very quickly and all the time. Okay. <laughs> and she came up to the counter. Hi. Yeah. No, I've got this prescription to hand in. Could you take it? There you are. I've, I've already signed it so you can hand it in already. Have you worked here long? Have you been here long? I don't think I've seen you here before because I th- I'm in here most of the time. But I I, actually, you know, to be fair, I haven't been here for a couple of months, but so maybe you might have started in that sort of time and just like, like went on like this. 
And eventually she had to pause to catch breath. And I went, yeah, no, I, I started a couple of months ago, but I, I have, don't think I've seen you either. Oh, no, well, no, well, you seem quite nice. So no, it's, it's always not? good. It's nice to see like new people here. No, it's, it's always blood. good. So no, you look, no, you seem like you enjoy your sports. Do you enjoy your sports? Enjoy your sports. What did she base that on? I don't know. Were you wearing one of your famous sports jerseys? I was just there in just full football kit, shin Ham. pads. Nice. <laughs> shin Deceptive. pads outside the shirt, the suit trousers. Nice. Um, I said, yeah, no, I, I quite like football. Yeah, no, I like football as well. Yeah, I quite like football. Who do you support? She said, I said, I support West Ham. Said, oh, no, well, you know, that's, that's a shame. Can't be for everyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> I went, oh, well, who do you support? Yeah, no, I support Spurs. So, so, so you know, so it's, it's not great, it's better than you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, yeah, no, I suppose, uh, you know, only slightly, but there you go. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, each to their own. Anyway, we were talking about this for a little while. She was rattling through all of the weekend's results. Nice. She knew everyone who'd scored, all of the kind of the major events. Mm-hmm. It was almost hard to show that I'd watched any of them myself because she'd already said it all before I could uh-huh. possibly interject. And then she was in the middle of saying, and no, and I, I think, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I don't think Liverpool are going to stand chance this season. Really? I don't think, I think Man City are going to take it. Has anyone ever told you, you look like Ed Sheeran? <laughs> 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 what a great turn. So I said, yeah, no, I, I like it- to think that the whole prelude was just a build up to that to that she was like right yeah. to break the ice <laughs> let's do 25 minutes of chat about the all the fixtures and results so and I said yeah no funnily show. enough some people have no I see, I see what, I see what they mean I think you know I think that you do because you look you look a bit like yeah you've got the sort of hair and sort of beard yeah, so, so, yeah no I think a little bit like a chair I said yeah I don't really agree with that I think he's a bit of an ugly bastard really I said <laughs> I, I kind of sort of take it as an insult when people say no no but you know you, you got the ginger hair went, yeah well Prince Harry's got ginger hair why don't you say I look like Prince Harry no no you don't look like Prince Harry she said <laughs> <laughs> he's gorgeous you've made me feel sick so at this point Christian came over and he was joining in the conversation and she said don't you think don't, don't you think he looks like a cheer and he went no I don't think he looks like a cheer <laughs> no no but he's got, he's, got, he's got the ginger hair and I went yeah well so does Prince Harry so like, no no you don't look like Prince Harry she went and this is how the conversation went for maybe half an hour while like her medications were prepared and it just went on for ages and and then <clears throat> the ultimate moment uh-huh. came as she left we handed over the medicine we said a quick goodbye she had another dig about the Ed Sheeran thing and wandered off and I went, well, safe journey home and hope you lose midweek. Nice. Because they're playing in the, in the Champions League. And she turned around and looked and there was maybe three or four seconds of silence. And then she went, hope you lose always loser and did the L for loser sign oh, on her head at me and walked out of the shop. She oh, fucking did got, me. You got dabbed on. fucking pod. This is an absolute I got absolutely dunk. pod. I hope you lose always there was, loser. And I, what I realised it, it like is madly mm. in, in a kind of strange, there's, there's no response to that. It's so, what can you there. say? What can you say to someone genuinely, not ironically, genuinely doing Alpha loser at you. It's too much. You can't, what can you say? No, I'm not. I well, think by accident at someone once. Because <laughs> sometimes I sit with my head resting oh, no. on the crook of my sort of yeah. thumb and forefinger, and it makes I think a C usually. But this person thought it was an L. They were very upset. Oh, yeah, they thought you 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 thought you were doing C for cunt. Yeah, I was, I was like, look, what's and they the went, issue? You're doing you alpha loser cunt. at me, and you're like, no, no, it's much much Sorry. worse than that. Sorry for the mix up, you horrid horrid idiot. 
Yeah, well, she's she's absolutely a legend. Dodgy. She's a hero, and I I fully concede. Yeah, I think yeah. you should probably start wearing like a dunce's cap, like really yeah, embrace. Because she's said you're a loser that's going to lose always, and you need to internalize. I was that. thinking of doing the like, uh, you know, that guy in dodgeball who whose wife is always doing it, doing the alpha loser sign at him, but he oh, he yeah. mistakes it. He's like. L for love. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to try. And, do that I'm gonna have to try. And, <laughs> I'm just, gonna have to try and reclaim that, or else I'm just done for. You're absolutely bottom tier. All of this pharmacy freakage and friendage is, uh-huh. however, prelude. Okay, it's all prologue. Two. It's preface. Two. To the real freakage of the day. My girlfriend and I went out for dinner. Mm-hmm. We actually didn't go out for dinner. We went out for a an un defined drive unspecified drive that sounds like the kind of thing you do when you're going to go murder someone it does come out for an unspecified However, drive darling we we both agreed beforehand there would be no so murder so it was a pact yeah okay. we we had been going to go to the cinema but it was like a bit of a faff and there wasn't much parking and neither of us and you really have to sit in the dark in the cinema you know that yeah and we were just we just weren't on board so I was like why don't we just go for a drive and then we can find someone and have a bite to eat or something so helpfully opposite was and I've mentioned it previously mm-hmm. a harvester we had a table uh, in kind of quite oddly in the very centre of the room it was a table for two mm-hmm. almost like perfectly set up for a sort of hot fuzz or Stepford Wives kind of situation where everyone would just turn around and look at you. Okay, like a spotlight mm. on you. Hold. However, thankfully, only one of the tables around us was actually occupied. And it was sadly occupied by the biggest bunch of losers this side the of losers. the equator. Wow. Um, they were... I actually think that my girlfriend described them best. She leaned over to me as we were both kind of glancing furiously and hatefully at them. Mm. She leaned over to me and she said, I thought these sorts of people died with the crash in 08. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They were older than us. Yeah. Not by much, but definitely. Okay. They were maybe 27, 28. Right. Kind of. And they were all people who had definitely at some point modelled themselves on wanting to be in a British version of the Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. They were like trying to be the super nerds. Oh, this is not where I thought this was going at all. They'd come along to the Harvester with an Uno deck, with a Mm. bunch of board games. They were here. They were ready to play. Mm -hmm. And they were in sufferable right they were discussing film a lot good as as you know such people are well they're to probably do. cinephiles I would well imagine. they were and also bibliophiles let's not wow. let's not paste over that um one of the first things they did was uh they were going through the imdb top 250 list fun fun and interesting activity fun and interesting activity and to make it more interesting one of the group who was wearing a backwards cap oh, that's cool indoors that's really cool. which is cool uh he was uh he's uh, i know the imdb top 50 you know i know yeah i know it, i know it wow. and another one oh okay all right well we're going through then and so you you can guess something. all right okay yep yeah, number one is shawshank redemption yeah which is true good film he went Right, and Shame. you agreed. I thought I, I just, I sat silently. Number two, you went uh, Godfather. Mm-hmm. Godfather, um, yeah, no, definitely Godfather. Yeah, great film, great film, Godfather. 
Yeah. It's good that he's giving a kind of Mark Kermode-esque appraisal of yeah. each piece as they come up. That's really nice. The guy with the list went, number three? And he went, old one, that. Really old one. It's... Uh, it's um, oh, mm. it's properly old. He went, Nosferatu. and the guy with the guy with the list went, "It's uh, Godfather Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Godfather, Godfather it's Part Two. Godfather. Little known fact, even older than Godfather. He went, sorry, it's uh, it's no, it's it's number four. That's really old. It's um, oh god, I can't remember. It's it's about uh, oh, what is mm. it? Is there's this guy? It's, it's probably old. It's probably old. Um, uh, oh, go on, tell me what it is. And he went, uh, it's uh, the Dark Knight. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. dark, yeah, Dark Knight, Dark Knight, Dark Knight. Early dark 2000s. Knight. He went, he went, number five is uh, 12 Angry Men. Yeah, that's the one I meant. That's the old one. Really old, really old, nice. uh, 12 Angry Men. Um, and uh, anyway, number six was uh, Shinder's List. And they're going, I was uh, Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's this conversation fun for? I, I don't know. Because one of them's just reading a list. One of them's yep. just failing to remember a list, yeah. and all the others are just spectating. Weirdly, he correctly guessed that Fellowship, uh, sorry, Return of the King was number seven. Wow, worse than Fellowship of the Ring. And then the guy um, who was who actually had the list was like, "All right, number eight. And he went, and, and he went, "Ah, oh, n- number eight, my favourite film. I actually think uh, best film I've made." Okay. Everyone went, oh, best film ever made. I mean, yeah, I actually think uh, genuinely, like if you look at it, if you look at the cinematography, uh-huh. which is a word you can only use if you actually know about film. You I don't know if you know about that. Many yeah. books. Uh, if you look at the cinematography, if you look at um, the uh, the narrative, oh, the way narrative, um, it's 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 definitely up there. I think it's the best. And do, do you know what it is? And the guy went, oh, guy had been guessing. He was like, oh. oh. Don't know. I, I wouldn't want to take a guess. Uh-huh. He went ironically, <laughs> and the guy with the list went, "It's uh, it's uh, Pulp Fiction." Oh, Pulp mm. Fiction! Yeah, it, well, it's the greatest film ever made. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, Every, uh, it's commonly known to be the case yeah. to be the the best film. Yeah, ever that's made. why they put it at number eight. Yeah, and that's why you get posters of it. Mm-hmm. That's why I've posted it. I I very much like Pulp Fiction. Very good film. It's just not. The best film ever made. Not in any not, sense. Not in. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. In some nonsense, but well, not in sure. Any. And this went on for a long while. Um, but what they then How did, interesting, they like they they went down about twenty five. Bloody hell. Uh, but what happened was that when they got to, a, he sort of skipped a few and then went on to about seventeen. And then when he got to seventeen, he started reading them out. And the guy who had been predicting was then relegated to man who just went, yep. Oh. After every <laughs> Yep, <laughs> so that's on it. Uh, 17 good fellas. Like he's trying to sneak one in. Yeah. Finding Dory. 17 nope. good fellas. Yep. Uh, 18 was uh, the Matrix. Yep. Oh, yep. 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 19, uh, seven samurai. Oh, yeah. Better than six. 20 was uh, City of God. Yep. Very good film. <laughs> 21 was uh, seven. Because they're not have yeah, just yeah. sent this link to their group <laughs> chat and all sat alone and it just ingested. I, I mean, not no, because they wanted to fuck me off. Right. However, it was at this point, and this is why I specifically consider this conversation show worthy, was that he, the man who'd been guessing this went, uh, I, obviously I have seen a film, but I'm currently reading the book and, you know, it's obviously taken me a bit longer, but we should mention Ready Player One. 
Of course. Of course. That bastion of not only cinema, as he rightly points out, but of the written of word. The written word. And really for me of the spiritual realm, because mm. I learned things. No, I felt things emanating from that text that yeah. have touched me so profoundly. And it's good to see that that's being felt in harvesters across the country. Thankfully, the others in at the table had read the they book. They were converts. Like, oh, you haven't finished yet. Oh, oh, you've got so much it's, to look forward it's to. It's not. The thing, the thing is, the thing is, is that Klein writes in a way <laughs> that Spielberg just couldn't capture. Oh, <laughs> wow. Say. Which was a, a bold claim. That's bold. Where, where, where are you up to? Where are you up to? They said. He said, oh, I've just got to the end of the first oh, chapter. I've just got to that bit where, um, you know, where the character is, is a very clear <laughs> manifestation of the author's insecurities about pop culture. It just, uh, it feels a lot. You actually feel the culture more mm. in the book. Oh, I get that. You feel the culture more in the book. Um, it's very true. It's too true. Mm. That's what hurts. <laughs> One of them said, and uh, again, I still haven't seen the film, mm-hmm. but I have heard you talk about it and you have spoken to me about it a little bit. Yep. And for any listeners who have seen it, and especially you, this will, uh, I'm sure, ring true. Okay. And he said, are there any bits uh, that are in the film that like aren't in the book uh, yeah, that I don't have to worry about? And one of them said, well, you, you, you don't have to worry about, worry about that really boring shining bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to worry about that. And everyone went, oh yeah, no, that completely like ruined it for me. Like really oh. took me out of, it really that's took me out That's so of. sad. That was like <laughs> definitively the best thing that happened in that film, which was perfectly enjoyable, like popcorn film. But the shining bit was the only bit that was like, ooh, interesting. It's weirdly more interesting than Mark Rylance pretending to be a man who had no relationship to humanity and just sort of <laughs> muttered nervously like a great big ace. What's his character's name? Uh, something like Dumbledore, but shit. <laughs> something like Did Dumbledore. You, Digidor. Digidor. Halli- I'm Halliday. I'm Albus Cyberdor. <laughs> Halliday, that was it, yeah. You can really feel Halliday in the text. Oh, every page. Is what they said. Yeah, it's like really a big lick feel. from James Halliday's <laughs> Right on tongue. the face. Really good. And it just... It just hammered home to me mm. something that obviously you're aware of your entire life. Um, but is that people who define themselves around knowing things uh-huh. about film in this way know the least and appreciate the least and probably understand the least about both themselves <laughs> and what they're watching on screen. That it is an entirely performed existence. That that just nodding along and going, yeah, Matrix two, yeah, yeah, to the IMDb top fifty, which is by no no standard the actual definitive uh-huh. list of best films. Also, just the idea of sitting around with someone on their phone reading the list of the top two hundred fifty films is like something that in the late 90s, they'd have put out as propaganda against, like, the mobile phone as a concept. Yeah. This could be you. 
This is what the communists do. Sitting, just (laughs) nodding to to words. Wow, the art of conversation truly revived by this mobile internet that we all share. It's just mad. And it, it, it infuriates me that because it's something that they've been told was designed for them, Mm. Ready Player One, Mm -hmm. that is, that they, they've, they love it. But it it just having read I've read like three chapters now. I got it off the shelf. You'd the better other night. finish that book. I got it off the shelf before the end of the year. <laughs> Fuck off. You'd better it'll take you a simply half a day. no way. Go and do it now. I'm not I'm do- pausing the show. I'm not wasting twelve hours of my life. <laughs> Fuck. It's just that there's no way that you could say you liked it. I just don't believe it. Oh, I think people like no, it. For no, no, sure. I don't believe that you could like it. But Will Wheaton narrated. The I audio don't book. believe <laughs> that, that you could like it, and I know that that's wrong, and I know it's a bad thing to say, and it's bad praxis to to, to deny people their own individual pleasures mm. as someone who's supposed to believe in the individual freedoms of all people. But there's no way you could read it and think it was good. Good, even if you liked, good in liking it, even if you liked all of the things that were, that it, that are mentioned, uh-huh. and that is all that happens is that they are mentioned. You're they could just read a you top could just, list you of could You could literally do like the fact that they enjoyed doing that and enjoyed Ready Player One is beyond satire. If we wrote a book that was just the IMDb top two fifty, but like. Spun together in a narrative, where and it's just like, not even a narrative, just in sentences. No, every film. When I was watching the Shawshank Redemption with The Godfather and The and Godfather the, Part Two, hell of a triple bill. It made like, me think. Uh, it, it just you can't, you cannot pretend to like that. You, well, you, I just refuse to allow people to get away with that. Tass at Shame City. Let Declan know what you think. We've had an email. And it's perhaps relevant to what we've been talking about because uh, it seems to me that you're attacking these poor, innocent 20-somethings just for for liking what they like, for enjoying what they want to enjoy. That's fair, no, you wouldn't do that. I'll, actually, I'm, I'm going to go back there same time next week because they have a game night. Uh-huh. And so you, you can come along. Absolutely. You can come uh, along and fine. you can join them. I'm fe- I've made a commitment, uh, listeners may remember, yeah. after... When was it? Sometime in the summer. Don't yeah. worry about what other people. And enjoy how's that been going? Really well. Yeah. How's that been going here alone in your room? Really, really well. <laughs> We've had an email from Ollie, listener Ollie, Supercont Ollie, and I'm going to read it now. Imagine it's his voice, dear Isaac and Declan. I enjoyed listening to episode 115 and was amused by your discussion of die-hard fans of Chertsey Museum, Thought Park. And finding out where all the tube doors stop. 115, obviously, Spume of the Living Dead, mm. our one hour 50 That's special mad. episode. Ollie, our super con slash masochist. I listened to it on like 2.8 times it speed, t- and it, it was still, it's still not over. I listened to it on normal speed, and it took me five days. <laughs> you roundly lambasted these groups yep. without apparently considering. Now, Here's the curveball that perhaps you, and that's both of us, but mainly you, are oh, the right. dorky, die hard theme park enthusiasts who you're teasing. 
I don't know anyone who's visited Thought Park since they're about 16. <laughs> you can't convince everyone you're visiting theme parks and attending all-night movie marathons, ironically. <laughs> Let's pause here because that's kind of act two of the email concluded, where really it's just an attack at this point. It's, he's got us in his sights. He thinks he's kind of got the measure of the men. And, and in, a sense, in a sense, he does. Mm. We'd be wrong. We'd be unfair to I've deny, never said I'm ironic to deny him to, that to these places. No, no, you haven't. Are you saying therefore now that you're the dorky diehard fan that Not we're lambasting? No. Oh, oh, okay, no, no, right. No, no. Well, that's never been something appropriate to use in uh, relation to this. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's absolutely. For listeners, Isaac did a self gesture, <laughs> a little rub something. down the own torso. <laughs> Um, um, I feel as though Ollie has correctly identified something of a hypocrisy mm. that we that we do, of course, c- consider ourselves fans of these places, that we do keep going back, that we do enjoy going back. Yeah. Our first statement as podcasters was every fucker has a podcast. Yeah. And without even, you know, addressing the fact that we're just contributing to that noise. We did say at that time, though, that, this but if was, we really this was as cared, much for we'd us. have burnt our own ears off. I think, says Ollie, you should celebrate your love of theme parks and celebrate the man who just really loves the Chertsey Museum, which is, it seems, he's someone he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the kid who really He sent this email because it's his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's him. Yeah. He left that big review. Of course, there's no comedic value in this, and that's why I'm a boring... And then he uses a word that I won't say. <laughs> it's flatulence-related, but it, it shan't part from these lips, let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you for your email, Ollie. Uh, he, well, he signed it off as well. I, didn't I think as well that... In, in, in a way, we have embraced it. Mm-hmm. We do keep going back. We keep on these tangents. Keep on going back to Thorpe Park. Well, at least twice. Yeah, I guess so. You're not suggesting we go more often because <laughs> I can't stomach. <laughs> well, that. we probably will go again. Yeah, I'd like to go. I like to go again when it's empty. Right. We'll probably go back to Walton Towers. That place For is sure. nice and it has hex. It's much better than Thorpe Park. Well, yeah, infinitely. Yeah, absolutely. Unless Thorpe Park are looking to sponsor us, in which, in which case, case... Best place on earth. Walton Towers no is a hellhole. your mouth. Everything's miles away. You've got to walk through all that horrible, people, beautiful countryside. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, this has been something of an episode. Um... Sorry it's late again. Like- and sorry that we missed one. We were very busy. Sorry there was no guest. We yeah, were very busy. <laughs> we're going to work that out. The reason we didn't do one is because we had a guest uh, whose very presence is one great big distraction from doing anything productive. From life. <laughs> um, but he'll no doubt be appearing in a future. I'm going to get him to record something yeah. weird in future. Um, any other housekeeping stuff? We haven't done plugs in a while. We should probably do some plugs. Okay, you feel like this is the episode? I feel like this is back. probably as, as, as good as any. Okay. You know, we, we've given, we put out some stellar material last week. Mm-hmm. We put out maybe three hours of material last week. It's nuts. So, you know, if we're going to plug it, plug it now okay you, you can email us if you like supercon ollie have noticed any of our podcasting hypocrisies then please feel free to point them out mm-hmm. don't assume we'll read them out 
But, you know, feel free to send us a message. Yep. That will be tas, T-A-S, at shame.city. Or you can maybe, if your computer lets you, find us via the website, shame.city slash contact. Give it a couple of hours to load the page because I pay for the cheapest hosting package <laughs> known to man. It's just one guy winding it. Yeah, with it's a, like, like an old gramophone. Um, you can tweet us, mm. tweet to us, tweet at us, tweet towards us. Tweet with us. At That's a Shame cast for the show, at Isaac BD for Isaac and at DE Delane for myself. There will be a link in the show notes to review us. Five stars only, please. Very of fragile ego. Of course. Very. Um, and you can also do that just by visiting iTunes on any device that you so choose. If you have a couple of dollars that you have nothing better to do with than fund this utter drivel, then please head to patreon.com slash shame city. And as always word of mouth is the best of mouth please tell a friend tell a foe tell a family member tell a pet tell the sea tell the sky whisper it on the wind shout it from the light a beacon and just let the rest of the beacons flow like ministerious thing yeah Yeah. very nice the beacons of gondor are lit something like that the Listen light. to that's a shame, they oh, say. Oh, God, there's an episode out. <laughs> really good, boringly. Have a little look. However... Also, I've got a tease. Okay. I, I don't want to be too specific, but I also don't want to be too vague. So I'm just going to come out and say, that's a shame, we'll be producing this year, and I'm making this all up on the fly. <laughs> so thanks for agreeing. Here we go. Some kind of charity Christmas card... That you're yep. going to be one hundred percent to. We're going to send some out. But you, if you, I think you mispronounced Christmas single. God, my mistake. <laughs> Christmas album. It is charity Christmas cereal theater. Uh, it's going to be big. We're going to send something out. So if you're on the Patreon, Patreon, whatever the fuck it's called, then you don't have to do anything just yet because we've already got your address and don't think I don't keep them in my little secret book looking at them every day fumbling over those digits Ted Kaczynski here but we're going to have um, a link are we to buy an don't extra ask me. one or profits donated somewhere that we'll decide Palestine <laughs> just ship them off out. <laughs> no one in particular. Over the border. Dear Palestine, we yeah. write on the envelope with the big check. We'll have a look. We'll we'll flesh this idea out because it's something we talked about once, and then I just sort of improvised and riffed. Yeah, on it. Yeah. I don't they think say, anyone will be able to notice. A vision's don't just worry. a vision if it's only in your head. If no one gets to see it, it's as good as dead. So this is me just breathing life into that, like God okay. into Adam's right. nostrils. Until episode one hundred and seventeen. Which will be out on Sunday and which will, let me tell you, be a whole treasure trove of fun. Wow. I've been Isaac, you've been. I've been Declan. See you on the flip side. Look for the bare necessities. Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander
tree to make some honey just for me. The bare necessities of life will come to you. Come to you. 